yes, yes, you hear that correctly. Yes, you hear that music correctly. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? It's me, it's Mr. P-R-I-M-E. Coming at you guys with a special episode. This week, I am doing the 30th anniversary of Saved by the Bell. I know what you're probably saying. Why is he doing Saved by the Bell? Uh, I thought you didn't watch this show. The show is corny. All the stuff like that, you know. Uh, people like you don't really watch this show. This is really for like young people or this is this is for kids and this is hokey. I mean, come on now. I do I do like this show though. Like I don't know about it. I don't know if it's that is so cheesy that I like it or it's so corny that it's in a it's just weird to me, but hey. We're doing Saved by the Bell 30th anniversary. Saved by the Bell came out in 1989. Technically, it came out in 1987 or when they had Good Morning Miss Bliss, but that kind of didn't work out. So, they kept the principal, and they kept uh, Dustin Diamond, Lark, and Mark Paul, and they moved the school to California, and it worked out in the long run, uh, but uh, I'm just going to talk about a lot of stuff that I like from Saved by the Bell, and hopefully you guys will like it too. So, Saved by the Bell came out, like I said, in 1989. Um, it's a lot of stuff I did like from Saved by the Bell. Like, I, I'll be honest with you, I've watched almost every iteration of anything Saved by the Bell. So, I'm gonna just kind of tell you a, a little bit of what I liked and kind of what I didn't like. But for the most part, um, I, I liked a lot of stuff. I liked a lot of things like, uh, 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 what's her real name? Tiffany Empathese. Tiffany Mathies and Elizabeth Berkeley and Lark. I don't know how to say it. Vucci's, Vorchies. I don't understand how those two get overlooked. I know Kelly Kapowski is like the main girl. But how does Lark and Elizabeth still get overlooked when people talk about... I'm not going to even get into it. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, um, I might as well start with my some of my favorite episodes. Um, this is Saved by the Bell, but... I loved, absolutely loved Hawaiian style. Like it was like a like a four part series, almost like a movie in a sense. I loved Hawaiian style. It started off with a summer, summer, summer time. It started off with that, and uh, you know it was in Hawaii, just having fun. Uh, I really did enjoy that though. I I also enjoyed um the documentary uh, with Zach Attack. And uh, how that happened. It was it was a nice little... Um, it was a nice episode. I can't even lie. It was a nice episode. Um, another episode I liked was... Um, uh, they went to a hotel. It was like a three-part or four-part or, or two-part series where Jesse's dad was getting married. And Jesse didn't like it because the wife was young. She was like in her 20s, I guess. So... Or in her thirties, and Jesse was getting jealous. But um, yeah, I like that that episode too. Um, I guess I just like the episodes where they were like, in other places other than the school. Cause I'd also like the, um, I think it was season three or season four where they worked at the beach, Malibu Beach or whatever. So yeah, I like a lot of episodes that don't take place necessarily at the school. But I did also like the caffeine episode. Like, I'm so excited. So, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a 
couple of things that uh that I like that don't necessarily have to do with them being at the school. But I did look up some facts for this because I also wanted to give you guys some uh <laughs> some some little facts. But uh Elizabeth Ber- Berkeley, she went out for Kelly and she she did, actually didn't even get Kelly, but they liked her so much. You know, they, they had to make a character just for her. I didn't even know that, but I was like, her character kind of does seem like more of a, uh, more of, like, how she necessarily probably would act more than, like, a Kelly being, like, that girl or, or, a, uh, a girl that <laughs> spends all her money. Well, not spend, which, you know, like, kind of, kind of low-key rich. Um, yeah, they made a character just for her. Uh, also, Dustin Diamond, who plays Screech. He has been in every single iteration of anything Saved by the Bell. He's been in uh, Good Morning, Miss Bliss. He's been in Saved by the Bell. He's been in the college years. He's been in the first class. He's been in the movie. He's been in... Um, uh, he p- produced the other thing. So he's been, he's been doing a lot. He's been in every episode of everything except for the first season of the new class. So... Yeah, he's he's been in a lot. That's probably why people know him as Screech so much. But he gets mad. People call him Screech, but he's he's literally the one that almost never left the show. So I mean, hey, that's like if uh, Family Matters went ten years and Jaleel White stayed as Steve Urkel and everybody else left during the years, but he's the only one there. Of course, they're gonna call him Urkel. But um, I think Dustin Diamond did Screech for a while, because, uh, Good Morning Miss Bliss, 88, technically, he was still Screech then, so, like, from 87, 88, and I think the new class ended in 2000, so, that's a long time to play, to play a character, and, and, you know, um, Mark Paul Gossler, aka Zach, and Lark, uh, Lisa, they dated for three years. I knew that, but I didn't know they dated for three years. I thought they just dated. But it says everybody on the set dated except for uh, Mario Lopez and Lark. So, there you have it. Also, Mark, uh, I think he's like a... I think his hair is naturally black or is naturally brunette. One of those two. So, if you notice in the series, um, a lot. Like, his hair does change colors. like always black and blonde. Or always all blind with like the black streaks, the black tips, or whatever. Because you know, his hair was always black and he had to dye it blind. And I heard, I think it was on Jimmy Fallon's show, that he usually didn't, they didn't even know if they'll get picked up or not. So he still had to like dye it halfway. So that's a nice little story of, of that. Uh, also, something that I, I don't know if, in the, I'm pretty sure people noticed this, but, um, in the last actual season of Saved by the Bell, um, there's like this cutoff where Jesse and Kelly just leave, like they just they just leave, like no explanation, no anything, and then they come back in the last episode for the graduation episode, and they have like Tori, Tori uh, replaces replaces a kid, uh, replaces them too, they or tries to replace those two. Uh, I think what happened was they were done shooting. I think, like, their company network was like, you know, we want to add, like, five or seven or however many more episodes. And uh, Elizabeth Berkeley 
And Tiffany and Patheson was like, nah, I'm good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. So they had to cut it in half and they had to put Tori in there. And they didn't even give no explanation or anything. It was just like, hey, here you go. You're not gonna notice this. So I guess they thought people weren't gonna notice it. I don't know. But yeah, people call that the Tory paradox because that's kind of how it goes. Um, yeah, they kind of they kind of didn't explain that at all. But you know, um, I'm pretty. Sure, I knew Zach was gonna date her. Zach dates everybody. Like first uh, first season, he wanted to date. Uh, I think he wanted to date Lark, and then a couple seasons later, he wanted to date um, uh, Kelly. He ended up dating Kelly, Lisa, Tori. Uh, what's the other girl? And and uh, when they had to work for for her dad at the beach, he he probably dated he dated her. Uh, he wanted to date the the dad's wife before he knew it was her, and he just all over the place. Um, anyways, the set that they used and say by the bell, you know the the set with the stairs and all the main set in the school that was also used in That's the Raven. If you know, if you watch That's a Raven, you'll know where I'm talking about. But that used in That's a Raven, and it was also called Bayside because it was in California. So I think that was a nice little nod to say by the bell, and it was also used in iCarly as well as their little school. Uh, you know, you'll see those stairs. You you know they just painted it whatever. But yeah, I think that's the last time it was used because I don't think anybody uses it now. But iCarly was the last time that they used it. Um, and as far as the I'm so excited episode, or the, the pills episode, the caffeine pills, uh, and she had to say, I'm so excited. Elizabeth Berkeley, I kind of like defined her Jesse character as I'm so excited. Also being a feminist, but that I'm so excited was like something for her. Like she, I think she danced that song on like Dancing with the Stars or something. I'm not sure, but I think that's what it was, Dancing with the Stars. And she did. I'm so excited. So that's that's actually a a little a nice little nod back to her her character uh, back in the day. Uh, so I want to talk about I want to talk about uh, the college years. So uh, about this, not, I I I can say not many people really watch this because I can I can tell that from like. <laughs> From the feedback that he gets and stuff, but I thought the college years was okay. Like I, I didn't. I mean, what I, what I sit there, what I, what I have been watching it live. Probably not, but now that it's on reruns, I, I watch it just, just because I'm interested. And um, it was, I mean, it was okay. I guess people more like the school aspect of it rather than them growing up and become, becoming adults. But you know, and I like the, I like the theme song. Standing at the edge of tomorrow. Anyways, um, the only thing that made it weird for me is that they tried to replace um, Mr. Building with the uh the, the football player dude, the building manager, whatever. I didn't think they should have did that. I think they should just should have had them be them without any restrictions. But I guess they had to because they always had to have like that format of a building and a uh, Zach and you know all that. So you know. I guess that was okay in the long run, but hey, um, and then the girl, the girl in the college that was gonna date her until Kelly came back. Kelly was like, you know what? Uh, no, I'm back, so you can go on somewhere. 
he loves me. So <laughs> that's kind of what happened. Uh, but yeah, college years came out in '93. Uh, so they had like two shows on at the same time: Say by the Bell, the college years, and Say by the Bell, the new class. The new class is interesting because they changed the cast like every year. Like uh, the first year. Uh, we had this guy, and you thought he was going to be like the Zack, the main Zack. And he was only there for like one season. He left, and then I think they kept like a couple of the same characters, and they had to keep switching and keep switching and keep switching and keep switching and keep switching. I think they had like seven to eight seasons, and each year the cast was completely different. Or or when they come back and like the main character or whatever be gone, they'll say, Oh, it sucks. He had to take a, a offer and so and so. He had to go here or he had to go there. And uh, I just want to say, how old? Like, how old are? Because they? they had a welcome back dance, like welcome back to the school year dance, every time the season start. And like, uh, what's what's the character's name? Not Ross Savage, but uh, I can't think of it. But her character was like at five or six back to welcome back dance. It's like. How many times can you come back to school? Like, it's, I'm pretty sure uh, you're supposed to be in school for four years. But, you know, hey, I don't know. Maybe they weren't thinking like that. Or maybe they just wanted to have characters. I don't know. But you can't have a series for with the same with the same exact characters for more than four years if you're just out of high school. And every new season is a new year at school. So, you know, they had their mishaps here and there. But... Uh, they did have uh Mr. Belden there. He was in every episode. He was a starring main character. Um, and this you can kind of in this series you can kind of see him getting like getting bigger, but not to where he would eventually be big. But now he's small. He's losing weight now, so that's good for him. And uh, also like I said, Dustin Diamond was in every episode, so that's something also. Um. I do want to say, though, like, they kind of did have these two shows running at the same time at first. Um, but also, uh, one of the episodes in the new class, somebody threatened to, he, well, he bought Bayside, and he threatened to, um, he threatened to tear it down and build, like, a mall or something. So, they had some of the cast come back. They had Lisa come back. They had uh, A.C. Slater come back. And they had Zach come back, which was good. Uh, Zach with the long hair, actually. They had him come back. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's a, uh, I mean, it's a good little pop for the guys to come back. Nice little cheers and everything. But I think they could have, they could have did more than what they did. But probably in their contract, they didn't want to do that much. So I can understand. Guys, 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 before we go any further and I talk about Saved by the Bell, I have, I have to tell you guys about Amy Correa Bell's new single called Blessings. I'm going to give you guys a preview. Check it out. Let me know what you think. And we'll be right back. Go create something. 
with God, with my friends, and then that, that thing I create actually helps me get through that hard thing I'm going through, I can always go back to that song. And now when I deliver it, everybody else can receive it too. So, I'm going to talk about other iterations of Saved by the Bell. I saved the movie for later, but, uh, well, I saved the main movie for later, but, um, we got this thing in 2014 called the Unauthorized Saved by the Bell movie, produced by Dustin Diamond. I guess it's about his book, um, uh, I'm assuming it's by his book, because it's, it's kind of like from his perspective, and from his perspective, he just makes everybody seem like he just... He was just hated and bullied on the whole time, and it was so weird. These Lifetime movies are always weird. They always look low budget and cheap, but they always look weird. I, I can't do it. I only watched that movie once. I barely got through the movie. I was like seeing how much time was left and trying to skip through it and stuff. Whoever made this movie, they just like they just either wanted to check or something, cause. I don't know. Like, either that one and the Full House one. At least the Full House one was a little bit entertaining, but this one just wasn't, wasn't hitting for me at all. And it was all from one script from, from uh, Dustin Diamond's perspective. So he just made everybody just, you know, <laughs> make him look like a geek in real life. So, hey, if that's what he wanted, I guess that's, that's what he got. Uh,. Also, in 2015, the cast got together on Jimmy Fallon, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and they did a Saved by the Bell thing, and I loved it so much. So, uh, Jimmy does some of these things where he'll, he'll have like a, he'll create a set and stuff like that, he'll go back, because I know they did uh, Good Burger on one of them, they did, um, they do, they usually do skits and stuff on, and, and plays and stuff like that. Well, this one, the Saved by the Bell one, they had a lot of people on. It had uh, Zach, it had Slater, it had Kelly, it had Elizabeth Berkeley or uh, Jesse, and it had Jimmy, and uh, and it had Mr. Belden as well. So, I think it was nice. You know, they put on the wigs. And they look. They did look younger. The only person I didn't look as young was uh, Elizabeth Berkeley. I guess she. She's gotten old, uh, her, her look has gotten older, but, like, Mario Lopez looked the same, they just put a wig on him, he looked the same, Mark Paul looked the same, uh, Kelly looked the same, even though she was pregnant, so they, they all looked the same, and I liked it. I enjoyed that Jimmy Fallon, like, special or short, whatever you want to call it, reunion special, I don't know what you call it, but, when I say I want to, when I say I want people to do a reunion, or a reunion special. I mean something like this. Something little like this. Something like a 30 minute episode. Or something like like a special. Not a series or not nothing like that. Just something where the fans can cheer. And enjoy it. That's all. Like please Jimmy. Can you do a Boy Meets World one? Please. Like can you do a Boy Meets World. Or can you do a. You already did Kenny and the Kills. So I guess you can't do the actual show. But uh, like just help us out. Do something. Do something else. Do something else. Like that was that's that's cool. Um 
And you know, I'm gonna talk about talk about this movie, Wedding in Las Vegas. I don't even know if anybody has really seen this movie because it came after the college years. During the college years, uh, Zach and Kelly uh, got engaged. And now, Wedding in Las Vegas, you guessed it, they're going to get married. And it's a full-length movie. It, <laughs> for some reason, it has Gilbert Godfrey in it. Uh, Alright. <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's uh, different from what you may imagine. First of all, the guys and the girls uh, all race to... Las Vegas, and the guys get caught speeding, I guess, in the desert or something. So they go to jail, they gotta get bailed out, and stuff happens, this happens, that happens, and they're running from a a, a crazy guy, and there's a chase in Las Vegas, and all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty different. I guess, I, I guess they was like, we, we've been restricted, now we wanna have guns, and we wanna do all this adult stuff. I don't. Honestly, I don't think it was needed, but something that's entertaining, I guess you can say. It's, it's, uh, I would give it a watch at least once just to check it out, see how it is, see how I like it. Uh, I, w- I would recommend at least one time viewing, at least. Now, Hawaiian style, that would be my highest view. And anything saved by the bill, that would be my highest, uh, recommendation is, is Hawaiian style just because I love it. I love the Hawaiian setting, and I love the setting that's outside of the school setting. Like I said earlier, I, I don't, I like more of the stuff that's outside of the school. So, um, yeah, Hawaiian style for me will be like one of my highest, you know, uh, things. Now, I want to talk about this this series that I fell in love with. Uh, it's called Zach Morris is Trash. Zach Morris is Trash. It's about Funny or Die, and they, I guess they just, they was watching Saved by the Bell one day, and they was like, wait a minute. He did what? So, you know what? This guy is trash. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, Zach Morris in the show is portrayed as a good guy. But in actuality, Zach Morris is like a terrible human being. Like, seriously. He is trash. Like, the stuff that he does is, like, such a bad guy thing, such selfish stuff. And you, you, he, and I know sometimes in the series that he, they make him, quote, learn a lesson, but he's still going to do it again. So, you know, uh, Funny or Die, they point all that stuff out, and it's very entertaining. They do other stuff. They do, like, the Seventh Heaven and the Boy Meets World and the Full House and the Smart Guy and uh, all the other stuff, but... Uh, one of my favorite parts in the whole thing is, like, say if there's one episode and the character, that's the only episode that that character was in, and they didn't come back, and he'll say something like this. Only we never see Melissa again, so who knows what happened there. Probably fucking killed herself. Zach Morris abused his mandatory community service role at an anonymous teen helpline to lure an emotionally vulnerable girl into a date, then proceeded to make her feel bad about being in a wheelchair every single chance he got, including in front of every single person at school. Zach Morris is trash. Zach Morris is trash. But, uh, I mean, you know, funny or not, seriously, is like, 
they are geniuses. They, they come up with, like, is, that, is actually the bad guy here in this situation? Sometimes Screech is the good guy. Sometimes he makes Screech do this, or he makes somebody do that, or he'll guilt somebody. Like, for example, one of the episodes was uh, he pretended to be handicapped or play sick or pretend to almost die because he wanted to win some concert tickets to go to a concert, so he pretended to be sick, and he got caught. So, usually Zach always get caught, but still, like... Some of the stuff he does is outrageous. Um, but I guess that's Zach Morris and Zach Morris is trash. Seriously, you ask anybody where they watch Say by the Bell, The College Years, The New Class, Good Morning, Miss Bliss, the movie, or Zach Morris is trash, they might say Zach Morris is trash because it's entertaining and it's like from, like, it's not, it's from real life, not the cheesy stuff. So, you know. Uh, and also, I'm talking about the theme song real quick. The theme song is like a regular good morning, you know, 1980s, 1990s, early 90s song. I mean, it's like a, a regular 90s, you know, you wake up in the morning, uh, Saturday morning, and Save by the Bell comes on. Now, the, the new class, no, not the new class, the college years, had, you know, standing at the edge of tomorrow. So not the same, but... It was, it, it reminded me of, like, the real world so coming on, I don't know. Um, but, you know, uh, Say by the Bell is just a special show for a lot of people. I'm sure a lot of you will, like, Say by the Bell, or know of Say by the Bell, or watch something of Say by the Bell. If I had to recommend anything to watch for Say by the Bell, Hawaiian Style would be one, and, uh... Zach Morris's trash would be one as well, and give the college years a chance, and also try to check out the movie at least once to say, "Oh, this is terrible," or to say, "Oh, this is okay," or to say, "Oh, this is bad," or to say, "Oh, okay, I actually like this." At least try it once. You can, it's probably on like Hulu or YouTube or something. You can you can watch it, but uh. I'm going to do something special. I'm going to end it on 30. I'm going to end on in this podcast on 30 minutes because of the 30th anniversary of Save by the Bell. So, if you're on YouTube watching, comment down below what you like about Save by the Bell or, you know, what you don't like about it. Uh, you can follow me at KBNG Primetime. Let me know what y'all think about Save by the Bell and other iterations of Saved by the Bell, your favorite iteration of Saved by the Bell, or your worst iteration of what you think is the worst. Just let me know what you think about Saved by the Bell. Uh, I actually, fun fact, I was going to do this, but I thought it was a different date, but that date came out for Good Morning Miss Bliss. And Good Morning Miss Bliss was the original show, so I was going to go with that date, but... Since they said it's the official 30th anniversary episode this week, might as well. So, Good Morning Miss Bliss would have been like, what, 32 years? Oof, that's a, that's a long time. But, honestly, I'm glad Good Morning Miss Bliss didn't work out because we got Saved by the Bell instead. And I watch Good Morning Miss Bliss and I watch Saved by the Bell. Much rather watch Saved by the Bell than Good Morning Miss Bliss because Good Morning Miss Bliss was, was focused around the teachers. And Mr. Belden and the, and the lady, it's kind of like Mr. Iglesias a little bit. 
focus on just the teachers, not the students. If you ever seen Mr. Iglesias, then you know what I'm talking about on Netflix. But uh, that's pretty much all I have to say. All right, guys, that's all I got to say about that. Um, like I said, comment down below, subscribe, follow me, do all that good stuff. Let me know what you guys think. And uh, prime time is all the time.